I'm Abby, and this is We Have Notes, a podcast for the pop culture obsessed and the people who love them. Oh, what a week. I feel like I'm still like riding high from the Succession premiere on Sunday. Uh, my guest and I are going to talk about it a little bit. We like keep going back to it because I, I feel like it's like the only thing I want to talk about, though we will talk about other things. Um, oh my God, it was so good. Like 31 flavors of fuck. Yes, it just came in hot. I can't believe it's been two years because we just jumped right back in to right where we left off. Like, fit the writing. I, I mean, I, this is the kind of writing that makes me want to like punch things. It's so good. Like, I would kill to be this good of a writer. I, I, ugh, I missed these monsters so much. So, 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 so much. And I just, they have not missed a beat. Like, this whole creative team is so incredible. The performances are so incredible. Um, the It is so funny. I don't know that there's anything funnier on television. I It's it's so good. If you, if for some reason you are not watching this show, like, please, please go watch season one. Go watch season two and then get up on season three. Like, this is the kind of thing that's so fun, too, because... It feels like everybody's watching it and we're watching it week to week and then we can like read about it and take in all the content around it and listen to podcasts about it and all that stuff. Text with our friends about it. It's just like we don't get a lot of these shows anymore. So it makes me very, very happy. So happy. Um, What else have I been thinking about this week? Well, I mean, Kravis got engaged like I'm sure you've everyone's seen. We have to see everything about this relationship. Like, listen, they both seem Courtney and Travis, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. Um, they seem so happy and that's wonderful. But like the performative nature of this relationship makes me insane. And obviously it was getting filmed for the new Kardashian show, which I think is like the old Kardashian show, but just on Hulu. So, I mean, again, like be happy, go forth have sex, like do all the things. I, but just like all the stuff leading up to this wedding, there's going to be so many things. And then like whatever fucking goth monstrosity they put together. Cause Courtney has changed like her whole personality for this man. But again, if she's happy, great. There were some good Scott Disick memes. Um, I do generally genuinely worry about that guy's sobriety. Like, uh, in this whole situation, he's got to be pretty bummed. I also wish he would stop dating teenagers. Um, or 19 going on 20 year olds. Uh, but yeah. And then also I guess Kanye changed his name officially to yay and is like sitting around in masks, having meetings with Michael fucking Cohen of all people. Like I can't, I mean, honestly, like that's, that's it. I have nothing else to say about that, but whatever. Um, the other thing is I've been, I've been bad about my reading lately, but I did finally finish the new Sally Rooney book, Beautiful World, Where Are You? Uh, probably, possibly an unpopular opinion in certain circles of the internet and Rooneydom. Didn't love it. Found it to be a real slog to get through like the first hundred and some pages. And then it, the back half picks up a little bit, but really it's more like the last third of the book. I actually felt like I was super into it and got it got into some emotional stuff with the characters. Um it's like for, you know, young people in Ireland. 
as as Sally Rooney is wont to write about. I mean, she's got it. I'm glad I read it. Like, she's still brilliant, whether I loved this book or not. It's that's not to say that she's not. But and she certainly has something to say about kind of her own place as a writer coming off of these two huge successful books, um, which I adored conversations with friends and normal people. Um, normal people has also already been a show and I don't think I had the podcast when that show was on, but it's so good. Oh my God. Um, and conversations with friends is, has been filming, um, starring Joe Alwyn as one of the actors in it. That's, um, Taylor Swift's boyfriend, who's also an an amazing actor and so hot. Like, please go check out his recent Instagram posts. He doesn't post a lot, but like, yum. Um, he's also really great in The Favorite, if you haven't seen that. I love that movie. But um, yeah, this book, like, you know, the Alice character is a, a writer and a successful and, and a bit famous writer. And she's going, you know, she's like, I only had two good ideas. And and there's a lot to dig into there. And then like the friendship, this friendship between her and her best friend, Eileen from university. And then Eileen's relationship with Simon and Alice's relationship with Felix, this Tinder date that turns into something more. Um, I don't know, like, there was a lot of exposition. And I really wanted to get into like, the feelings, which you do in kind of the, the end, but it also felt very rushed at the end. I don't know. What did you guys think? Have you read it? Talk to me about it. Um, another thing I didn't like as much as I've liked previously was the new season of You. No spoilers, but I mean, of course, I loved the Scott Speedman. Um, there's some funny stuff like about this like suburban, like rich whites, mostly white suburban neighborhood that they live in, but called Madre Linda. Um, but there's also a lot of like very on the news, on the nose references and cues. And I don't know, maybe this is just like, I'm getting sick of like Joe's shtick. I don't know. Um, but there was something kind of a simple favor about it too. And I love that movie. That's that Blake Lively, Anna Kendrick, Henry, Henry Golding movie. Um, but it is coming back for a fourth season. It is officially renewed. So, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I just didn't love it, but I did also watch it in like three days basically um oh yeah scott speedman reads the cut in it which i loved that little note um yeah but it was it was fine i think next up i'm gonna do that uh i know what you did last summer series so i'm kind of excited about that and okay this is i mean if you've been on the internet you've probably seen this but if for some reason you're like a big marvel head and you don't want to hear spoilers i would just skip ahead a little bit um but the Eternals movie is coming out it's directed by Chloe Zhao and Oscar winner Chloe Zhao and there's been long rumored uh the post credit sequence which is in like every Marvel thing with the TV shows the movies whatever there's always like a post credit sequence that either might introduce a new character or set up something for a future film blah 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 so there have been rumors for like God, I want to say over a year that at the end, the post-credit sequence in the Eternals features one Mr. Harry Styles. And the movie premiered this week, and that has been confirmed by, like, a variety writer, like, tweeted it out, which, I mean, that's, like, a huge spoiler for some people. But anyway, like, 
Chloe they did a photo shoot like last year and she was wearing a treat people with kindness shirt and like this man loves to give out his merch to everyone and then like he had followed a bunch of people in the cast and he was in London at the time they were shooting da 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 anyway um it's happening he has joined the MCU as Eros slash Star Fox who's the brother of Thanos but he's like good I guess I mean I don't you know again I watch about 50% of um Marvel stuff but the stuff I watch I really really like usually um like I sobbed at the end of Endgame but anyway like the listen to this description I cannot Eros possesses the ability to stimulate the pleasure centers in other people's brains often emitted unconsciously causing a euphoric effect with concentration he can amplify the effect to cause euphoria arousal pacification and or sedation beings without pleasure centers including Thanos are immune to this effect like jesus christ this is that's harry styles um you know as i said to my friends allison and michelle when we were obviously on a pre 8 8 a.m group text on tuesday morning about this he doesn't have to go method he is method like uh of course i've now of course i've already bought tickets i wanted to see this movie anyway it looks really good it's like angelina jolie um Kumail Nanjiani, uh, Gemma Chan, so many, like, it's great. The cast looks amazing. I'm excited to see what Chloe does with, like, a Marvel budget. Um, So I will be going opening weekend. It opens November 5th. Uh, We're going to go on the 6th. So that'll just be, like, my full week of, like, Sunday to Saturday, bookended by The British Man, because it's got Harry Ween, November 3rd in Milwaukee, then Eternals. Um, so that's very exciting. And then one other like random thing I was going to mention, I, my new favorite, um, Instagram account to follow is called days of our lives classics. It's so fantastic. It's all like old days of our lives clips or photos and it's, it's phenomenal. So if you were like an eighties soap opera person, definitely check this, check this out. Um, but Anyway, on to my guest this week is my friend and my Pilates teacher, Bailey Croak. She's amazing. She's one of my favorite people. She's a dear, dear person in my life. Um, We had a really fun conversation that I hope all of you will enjoy too. So we'll be right back with Bailey. This week's guest has been referenced many, many times on this show and in the newsletter over the years. She has started as my Pilates teacher, and which she still is, but has also become one of my very dear friends. We first met not long after I moved back to Indianapolis and started taking her reformer classes. Now, I am a very much like a fitness monogamous, so when I find a teacher and a vibe and a workout that I like, I basically never waver. And that's how it was with Bailey from The Jump. So long chats during class led to actual socializing and a friendship that I treasure very much was born. And then in the early days of the pandemic, she went out on her own and started a virtual studio called Reform Movement that was a lifeline to all of us in her workout crew stuck in our own homes. And then she expanded that by getting a Megaformer, which is like a dope souped up Pilates reformer for any of you who haven't used it ironically from one of my good college friends Amanda Freeman who owns SLT in New York and thus began 
thrice weekly trips to her house for my private sessions. So you can only imagine the amount of pop culture nonsense this woman has been inundated with by me over the years. Though, I think I have now actually converted her into a Harry fan, albeit a normal, measured person. Uh, And yes, if you look on my Spotify, a few of those starter pack playlists were also made for her because, as we know, I'm a pusher. (laughs) Also, she knows all the shit I won't even say on air, and we know I say a lot. So, you know. That's that's for another time. But we also have many, 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 many shared pop culture loves. And honestly, Bailey is one of the people I see the most in my life. And her friendship and the way she slyly kicks my ass every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday have been a lifeline to sanity since I met her. And our text threads are a source of constant joy. And of course, I'm very freaking proud of the business that she's building. So we're going to talk about all sorts of fun stuff t- stuff today including the things we love, the things she doesn't know about that sometimes make me crazy, and my possible secret power. So please welcome my beloved friend, Bailey Crook. Hi. What an intro. I love it. Well, you forgot to mention Um, that you are like my key source to all things pop culture because I'm like a Martian and I don't know anything. (laughs) You are. You're like, well, you like know certain things and then you just have like wide open spots that yeah I don't know I like but you You like watch shows and you called it like a blind spot and I was like I do just have these like large blind spots (laughs) random places yeah um but I do I do consume a lot of things as well yeah Um, yeah it's just I mean you're not a a, so here's the thing it's like I recognize that most people are not like me I there's too much and then I also recognize (laughs) that we are not the same age even though I forget that sometimes so I do I also but we'll get into some of that later but you also forget that I'm my age and I forget that you're your age I mean I kind of just think I'm your age I think is more (laughs) to the point well and I think I don't think think you're old (laughs) I think that you're my age as well and so then sometimes you'll drop these things and I'm like well I I was I didn't watch that (laughs) seven because I was a kid But I'm not a you. You were (laughs) no, no. You're like a just like a proper millennial. Yeah. Like you're just like right smack dab in the millennial zone. And I feel like sometimes I hit that like quintessential millennial that like irritates you because I'm like, oh, I like this. And you're like, (laughs) of course you do. (laughs) I'm like, ugh, whatever. (laughs) How original millennial. I'm like, yeah, your whole fucking generation does as if mine isn't like Nirvana or something, you know, like it's so funny. Um, But I mean, you I mean, we do spend an enormous amount of time together. We really (laughs) do. I mean, I probably see you the most out of all of my people. I mean, the ones outside of the ones I live with. But yes, yes, of course. Outside of those people. Yeah, it's so funny because I'm like. Yeah, Bailey knows like everything about me, <laughs> like you and my therapist and like Allison and my sister, whatever. It's so funny because I also think about how much. And then, by the way, Bailey hears all of that and still listens to this podcast. So that's you're not sick, that sick of me, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Well, your podcast is great. It always <laughs> makes me laugh. Even when you're talking about something that I, I don't know, the people or the show or whatever, I still laugh at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's feel in on the you. joke. Thank you. Well, I mean, and like I said, we do have a lot of things like Grey's Anatomy. We yeah. both love. Yes. And have watched. Like, I don't have to teach you about Grey's Anatomy. I know. You know all the I things. I know the verbiage. I'm basically a surgeon. <laughs> yeah. We like, basically think we're doctors. We remember, cer- we remember certain cases and patient names. <laughs> yeah. Probably exactly. Their, we their both. Surviving parents or whoever. 
<laughs> we did, well, what were we talking about this morning? I was talking about Katie Bryce because she sprained Katie her ankle Bryce. and she got a brain aneurysm, I think. And she was one in a million. And I was like, we got to make sure I'm not one in a million. Yeah, because Bailey sprained her ankle. And I was like, Can we need you to get, go we to need to get Derek Shepard back from the dead just in case. Well, you, I guess maybe you need ortho. Like oh. you need like well, I want Callie. I want Callie. I don't want. I don't want what's his head. What's his face? Who replaced him? Her. Yeah, you want Callie. Yeah, she'd fix you right up. Link. She'd fix you Link. right up. Oh yeah, Link. I mean, Link, who was welcome to the OC, bitch. Who's like that's who he's always. Oh my be gosh, thinking. you're right. I kind of yeah. forgot. Yeah, yeah. I know Chris Carmack. I don't. Why do I know his name? <laughs> I know too many. <laughs> Why? But let's see. Well, I'm like, so we have Grey's is back. So we love that. We both very much love scary movies and spooky season. We do. Which is something I feel like off brand for me. I do watch a lot of. It is off brand for you because you're like, you're not darkness. You're like lightness. No, I do like dark stuff, but I. But you you like dark stuff. (laughs) Yes. This is what's ironic. It's like you are terrified. Well, that's what I thought. But it was also, so funny you love it when we were talking about the new Halloween movie, because I'm with you. Like, I think Michael Myers is the scariest villain, like so in scary. any movie, maybe ever. But I feel like I've grown in my fears of him because I was just so I felt so slighted by what they did in this last one. Oh yeah, so we can talk about. Let's talk about that for a minute. Okay, hasn't it? Like you guys, we were so excited about this new Halloween movie. Bailey and I have been talking about it for weeks. Mm-hmm. Um. Rewatching old ones, like I, I was telling you, I watched one that was like, it was like Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks. I forget, <laughs> and they like were producing a reality show wherein like college kids like lived in the Michael Myers house and were like live streaming. But it was like pre, it was like early internet. It was like it felt like it was like in two thousand one or two thousand two, and then people were like, and because people were still texting on like old school, you know, like. When you had to do like A B C D E F, oh, yeah. you know, like oh, yeah. that kind of texting, and I was like, watch the whole thing. Right. I knew. So I, we were like, that oh, sounds, this. it doesn't sound bad though. I want to watch that one. We no, watched- it, I frankly, I think it was more entertaining than this one that we just watched, the new one. It was such a bummer. We even watched the Halloween two, like the old one, which was yeah. not great, but we watched it. <laughs> yeah, the first. I mean, nothing beats the original, but like this one was so disappointing. We both were disappointed, and then we were both like, "Was it just me?" And I was like, "No, it wasn't." And you're, I was like, "Was it just me?" And you were like, "No, it wasn't just you." Like we didn't like it either. I couldn't wait. It to was talk just to you like a, I was like, "Have you watched it?" And like I feel like, like they they did Michael dirty, and yeah, it, and Jamie and Lee Jamie Lee like, like bar- was she even in it? I don't know. <laughs> she was like barely in it. She's like in a hospital bed. Anthony Michael Hall is leading some like renegade group of like evil must die like townspeople I frankly and I know you're not a housewives person but I told you I thought Kyle Richards did a good job in this movie and I think we will be seeing her and they're like this movie just felt like it was like filler to set up what I guess is this third part of this like trilogy that they're pulling together but like ugh. I get I didn't know so I didn't know until you said that that that's what that there was like a trilogy that they were setting up um, I know, but because it's like, well, because there's 400,000 movies, so you're like, I mean, there's, there's just a, a trilogy in the middle of this, whatever. There's a billion of them. I was just watching um, that thing I told you about on Netflix, the movies that made us, they did the Halloween, they did yeah. a bunch of, there was um, Nightmare on Elm Street, I haven't watched that one, and another scary movie, um, but they were talking, like, they had no budget for Halloween, like the first one, and it's just so interesting how yeah. they put it together, because I'm like, so iconic 
And it is such a basic, I mean, it's just someone terrorizing these babysitters. Yeah. And it's so And (laughs) because that was the thing we were saying about the new one. And like, I mean, you guys know it's like a slasher movie, but whatever. It was like, there wasn't enough like tension building to like, when's he going to jump out? When's he going to be there? It was like more like gruesome kills, but like. I was, I more like want to be like my body so tense that I can't relax because I'm just waiting. And then it's like the music, you know, dun, 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 and the so music good. kicks in and like, so and like we were both disappointed. So I, I think we are like in the majority too. I don't think people liked this movie very much, but mm-hmm. I don't know. And then, but then the, uh, another thing that we, we got to talk about this morning that came back into our lives on Sunday was Succession. Oh my god! And we've been oh, waiting I for just, two years. I, I just finished it. So did you finish it? Okay. Well, I even rewatched the half <sighs> that I had seen already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. Well, this is like our thing because sometimes if we fall asleep too early on a Sunday night, <laughs> we'll both watch. We were doing this with Mayor of Easttown. I would make sure I watched it before I got to Bailey's for Pilates. I forgot how I much I was going back through our texts because I do think that our texts are very comedic. Um, they are. We're very funny. <laughs> I forgot how much we texted about Mayor of Easttown, and then I totally forgot. Can I give a spoiler? I mean, people have watched Mayor of Easttown by this point, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you had sent me. I was like behind, and I was watching it, and you were like, "Oh, okay. Well, it takes like a turn." And you had sent me a, a Harry Styles clip, which I don't think I had watched. And then I just texted you, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" And you were like, "What?" But you thought I had watched the Harry Styles thing, and I was like, "No, they killed Evan Peters. Like, how is this happening?" <laughs> And I was like, oh, wait, I forgot we were talking about that. You were like, of course, I thought that you discovered you like you were obsessed with Harry Styles all of a sudden. I was like, what? What? Tell me. What turned you finally? Um, Though I have kind of finally turned you like and and you're normal about it. You're not like a fucking psycho, but you do enjoy a clip. I do. And and they pop up on my Instagram all the time and they make me smile. I do enjoy him. He's very cute. Yeah. And yeah. I was excited. Even when well, I was on vacation, I was like, I don't know what's going on with Harry. I haven't seen Abby. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because you guys can imagine if you like this poor woman who I, you know, my friend here who I see three times a week at least and then text all these. This amount that I have it just pushed onto her. <laughs> but you did like and but I also did think you would like the music. And I think Kiwi was really your gateway drug. It was. And like, I stumbled upon that, that like by mistake. I think I was like playing Harry yeah. Styles before you got here one day. And I was like, what is this jam? It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love. Kiwi. So now I, I send, still, uh, now it, I still love Golden. You, I mean, I know that's probably basic you love Golden. The Harry's, no, but. it's not. No, no, no. There's no wrong answers here. And, then what, and you like Canyon Moon Canyon now. Moo, that is my new discovery, which is like my 70s vibes. Like, I love it so much. And then, well, and also. So, you know, the, Bailey hears everything. And again, like my deepest, darkest thoughts. It's like a, she knows Pilates everything. Pilates is a safe space. I can't. <laughs> it is a safe space. And then, share, well, then there was can. the day. And then it was like when the Vogue cover story came out. And I was like, Harry's doing Pilates. <laughs> um and it does does a body good he looks great it does a body good (laughs) he looks fantastic so does uh my other fave pilates uh person Haley Bieber which I'm also now a new like obsession with so I was like and then I would be sending clips from the place form of pilates where Haley goes in 
uh, LA. And so I would send them to Bailey and then we both started following that. So then it became one day I was doing some hard, some terribly hard exercise that she was making me do. And I was like, I just threw out a mantra and I was like, Harry, hamstrings, Haley Bieber. <laughs> so now whenever something's hard, you have to be reminded. Like, I have to be reminded. I'm just Harry, hamstrings, Haley Bieber. <laughs> and then we just push yourself to the next level. But the other thing that always pops up in like our many conversations, we talk about like our actual lives too, you guys, but mm-hmm. you don't want to hear about that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like who wants to hear about my tedious life? Um, is that I might have powers. <laughs> like I might have superpower, like a witchy power oh, yeah. that <laughs> apparently only comes out between the two of us like maybe some force that we because we also like we said we like spooky season we like witchy stuff well and I think it's funny the there's been very few occasions that we've tried to explain your powers to people and it generally falls flat because I feel like they don't understand (laughs) like they're like what are you talking but it's really spooky sometimes like we'll have these end up you know like just like this our conversation during Pilates will just kind of spiral to who knows where, and we'll end up talking about seven. You go home that day and you send me a picture of your TV and you're like, look at what is on. Of course it's seven. Yeah. And you guys, this is not like uh, my phone's listening to me. This is like terrestrial cable because like I'm yeah. a fucking Gen Xer who has like fucking spectrum and it'll just be on like TBS. And this has happened. I mean, I'm going to say like more than 10 times. And sometimes it happens with random, like, well, which I guess that could be like Instagram listening or our FBI yeah. agent, whoever. Um, but we'll talk about a no, certain but- person and they will pop up or a certain event and that will pop up. Well, remember when I was talking about the blackout in New York? Well, because I and was, it was not the anniversary of the blackout. It was wa- like not the anniversary. I had watched something about it. And I remember I was just asking you because I was like, what was that like? Like, what a trip. And. Yeah, it wasn't and the anniversary. Nick- It wasn't like the anniversary of the blackout, like whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I did. I think I was like, I hung out with my ex-boyfriend. It was like a whole thing. And then that day, Nick Kroll like posted some random photo of like him and John Mulaney and someone else. It was like Chelsea Peretti. And it was like, oh, this was during the blackout. And again, it wasn't the anniversary of the blackout. He just was posting a picture of him and his friends. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, I need to harness this. Which again, power. for the listener, maybe that's not weird, but it is. <laughs> but it is what it happens. Or it was like, uh, we couldn't think of the name of the, wait, this was the one you would just, we were just, um, you screenshotted because you we were looking back of um, the heat, oh, yeah. that Sandy Bullock, Melissa McCarthy movie. And we like, couldn't think of the name of it. And then it was on my TV, like the next day. And sometimes I feel like they'll pop up like by the time you get home and it's just. Yeah. There was like a one. Oh, the, the, that one, the rock movie where he's the quarterback who discovers he has a daughter that was produced by my old roommate's husband that we were talking about. And then it was just on like that weekend. And I, of course I watched it because I was like, oh, I watch that movie every time it's on. And then it was like literally on like USA. It's really weird. It's a strange superpower. It's weird. Well, and then most recently, which I think our powers, I think we are actively creating things. We were talking about the righteous <laughs> gemstones. And then 
found out that now that there's a season two. And I think we did that. And it was like the, it had just been <laughs> announced. And I'm like, we did it, even though they've definitely already shot it and produced it. We definitely did that. So I think we're getting, like we did. we're starting to get control of the powers somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because, um, and I, we always say like, I need like, um, an auntie, like a witch auntie to like, to guide you, help me. Like I need like the ants in practical magic to like guide me. There's always an ant who like helps you. Sabrina. And I like am an ant and like, yes. And you just were watching the new, new adventures of what is that? The new Sabrina, the The chilling adventures of Sabrina. Oh, it's chilling. The chilling, chilling adventures. It's good. I like it. But you just watched that. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Okay. So yeah, you guys, I mean, I don't know. You're maybe going to be like, what are you talking about with these powers? But it blows our fucking minds every time it happens. We have so We're many like, texts back and forth. It's just like of like a TV screen or of like the TV. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's just like the guide and like me laying in my bed, like screenshotting. Well, and then the perfect one you were talking about when you were talking to your friend and you said that quote, you got to coordinate from, what is that movie called? Oh, from Boomerang. Boomerang. You got to coordinate. And I didn't know Boomerang. So you had like explained to me the conversation. Then you explained to me the scene of the movie. And then yes. my boyfriend was watching some movie. I don't know. And I sat down and I was watching with him. And that scene came on and I was like, oh my God, Abby was just telling me about this movie and this scene. And I didn't know this movie. And now here it is. We're seeing this exact and scene that is. she was talking about, which is hysterical. Yeah. You got to coordinate. It's a mushroom belt, mushroom tie. <laughs> It goes both ways, though, because you introduce me to things sometimes, too, like Smartless. Which is great. Brings everyone joy. I pushed that down a lot of people's throat. I went, I went full Abby on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I've taught you the, the teacher. The student became the teacher. Even though you're my teacher, like, it's a cycle of teacher-student. Um, Smartless, which I – the podcast, um, I've mentioned it, I think, briefly, but it's uh, Will Arnett and Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes' podcast, and it's so good. And Bailey introduced it to me, and I find it so hysterical and so funny, and it makes me laugh so hard. And it makes me like, feel like I'm, like, also friends with them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely. It's like that and, like, the the deep dive that I talk about all the time. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, these are my friends. Like, they're my friends. Like, I'm in this friend group. Right. I'm in on all their inside jokes. We're the same. Like, when they, when they make fun of poor Sean and, like, his scarred childhood like they make jokes about it I'm like we're in on the joke too so we don't have to feel bad that he had and they're like oh <laughs> and they're like oh was that was that when your dad left <laughs> or when they're like oh we have a well we have a student reporter from the newspaper here to ask some questions the best was the LeBron one when he starts talking to LeBron about when he played basketball <laughs> And Will's like, Jesus fucking Christ, Sean, are you about to tell a basketball story to LeBron James? He like mocks him and he's like, are you about to ask him, like, do you ever get tired running up and down the court so many times? Because he was like, well, when I played basketball and they both went like, oh, gee, I'm fucking kidding. Uh, too funny. I but made, they're obviously like best friends. So it's very funny. I've made a lot of people listen to that. And one of my clients, she like exclusively only listens to like true crime ones and like political ones and I was like I don't care if you only like to listen to that you have to listen to this one and she was like this was the joy I didn't know that I needed in my life like you gotta exactly. you gotta lighten it's things so, up sometimes 
It makes and it's like one of the ones where I'll be like I'll listen when I'm taking like long walks or whatever, and then you start laughing and you're like, are people looking at me because I am full laughing out loud, like full laughing out loud. And I have my AirPods Um, in, so they can't see them. They're probably just like, that's the crazy. Yeah, stay close, (laughs) stay close, kids. (laughs) Kids, let's cross the street. That lady. That lady in the Harry Styles sweatshirt looks like a <laughs> lunatic. <laughs> but then it also, because you kind of like fell into the Will Arnett zone and Bateman zone, then you became, then you started binging Arrested Development, right. which was a joy to experience. Like, I've watched it more than once. I need to, like, that might be a good, like, winter rewatch when I need something funny. And it's like, we're in like the doldrums of Indiana, gross winter. Um, but it was a joy watching you discover all the jokes of Arrested Development. It is such a, like, like oddly unique show in its funniness. <laughs> like, and I kept being like, have they done the chicken dance yet? Have they done the chicken dance yet? And then when you were like, oh, I met Bob Loblaw. Bob Loblaw. Oh, my God. Bob Loblaw's Loblog. Well, and my favorite part, which still I will just think of sometimes, and it makes me laugh so hard, is when they didn't tell him that there wasn't milk. They didn't leave a note. And he needed to (laughs) teach them that you always leave a note. And he hires that one-armed man (laughs) to terrorize the kid. (laughs) Like, it doesn't make any sense, like, why hitting someone on the street with your car would have anything to do with leaving a note that the milk is gone. And like how that's like a recurring thing. Like it keeps coming back and keeps coming back. And it's the funniest storyline. That and I like there's so many of them, but like also like um, my sister and I always joke about. Well, we always say what a fun, sexy time for you. Like when George Michael's like, what a fun, sexy time for you. Um, Whenever something's not a fun, sexy time, but also um, mother boy, like the mother boy pageant. (laughs) Lucille had Buster in the mother boy pageant. It's too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. There's, and it's so quotable. Like, there's so many little snippets. Oh. There's always money God. in the banana stand. Yeah. And just like, Anne, who? <laughs> you just let her in the door. <laughs> like, Bateman's delivery on, like, who? And he's like, Anne, my girlfriend. You just opened the door for her. And, and I, then I saw the. <laughs> Go ahead. I love Bateman and Lucille's relationship like because they try like I feel like theirs is the most transparent like I forget he says something one time he's like mom I didn't trick you like I deceit like that would like make our relationship seem playful or something he was like I that's what he said he said I deceived you I didn't trick you that makes it seem playful so good I feel like that and like Schitt's Creek we have lots of funny like because you oh, can do like a very good Alexis Rose. I can. I feel like you can do a very good Alexis Rose. And you, you're you like just as weird. You can do a good David too. You do a very good like, ew, David. And, but also because you are like, you and Alexis look alike. Like you're both the, have a similar beauty. Like you could do like a full. You should make Bobby do, you guys should for Halloween sometime, because you could make Bobby do a David and get him a big, like, chunky black and white sweater. And those, like, round glasses that look like Willy Wonka. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't, Bobby would be like, what the fuck? (laughs) He should be, he should be Mr. Rose. 
Um, oh my God. Yes. Well, I do love that. So one of my good friends, that's how I found Shit's Creek. Cause she was like, you look like this girl. And I was like, she's beautiful. That's a great compliment. I don't agree, but you um, do look like her. You absolutely do. And we do have some, I noticed it with one of my on-demand, I was like cutting and splicing one of my on-demand classes. And I did like a mannerism that was very like her and I wasn't trying to. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. I see it. And then it, it's hysterical. Every single time we go out of town or we're somewhere we've never been, like somebody will just be like, have you ever seen Shit's Creek? <laughs> uh-huh. And I always you know where it's like going. Her. I'm like, oh, um, yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> but like before you ever watched it, I feel, feel like you had intonations and things like in a good, it's a, like in a great way. I, I mean d- it all in like the most complimentary way. I did. Cause I feel like I used to have like people would, and it always is the same intro. They're like, have, have you seen the show Shit's Creek? <laughs> I'm like, oh boy. And you're like, Here are you go. about to tell me? Yeah. But I do love it. I'm but like, if well, they're like, you're just like Moira. <laughs> You'd be like, what? What? You've thrown me for a loop. Hey, you remind me of what's the guy who runs the mayor? Roland. A Roland. <laughs> you remind me just of Roland. Um, Chris Elliott. <laughs> but I do love Annie Murphy. So I'm like, I will take that she's all great. day, every day. Whatever yeah, happened, didn't she have some new show coming out? She had that new show, and I haven't watched it yet. And it's the one where she's like a sitcom wife, but it like breaks the mold. I like need to watch that. I know. I didn't quite um, understand the preview. Is it still on? I feel like I haven't seen any. Yeah, I think it's season ended. I think it did get renewed, though. It's like on one of the streamers. I'll figure out what it is. Um, yeah, you have all the streamers, you know. You have to, um, to support me. You have to. Because again, like Bailey. Okay, so let's let's talk about blind spots. This is <laughs> this is one of our favorite things. Hopefully, other people will be amused too. We're certainly going to amuse ourselves. Um, so there will be times, and again, like I said, I do recognize that I am older than Bailey, and that there would have been things that like she would if it was something I was obsessed with when I was 18 or it was like a huge movie like it wouldn't have necessarily like trickled down to her at like age eight or whatever but that I thought was like enough in the cultural vernacular and there will be things and so we always it'll be things that will stop me in the middle of like (laughs) that's what you need to put it in the setting like you will be on the reformer in a moving motion and you will just stop and you give me this look like you want to burn me up or like I just kicked your dog or something. Yeah, like I she was like murdered. <laughs> like she punched one of my nephews in the face. <laughs> That's the levels. But tell tell about the time that I that I, the the deep the deepest stare, glare the deepest stare that I gave. I don't even know what I was talking about. We were talking about something or other. I don't know. I honestly don't know, but I was like I don't like Ethan Hawke. Like, I don't care for him. I don't like the way he looks. I don't like any of his movies. I don't know anything about him, but I don't like him. And you stopped. You were, I was at the back platform. You were at the front platform. And I mean, you really thought that I had just insulted your family and I've hurt them all. And like, like you, I, like, like Ethan Hawke was your son or something. Yeah. Like, I shot a death stare. I was like, excuse me well then I take it like one offense deeper and I'm like and I also get him confused with Kevin Bacon all the time and I don't like Kevin Bacon either yeah I couldn't I was like get the fuck out I almost just like grabbed my shit and like walked out no I really think that that was attitude you were like I don't need this in my life I'm out of here (laughs) 
fucking out of you here. You don't like Ethan Hawke? You think he's Kevin Bacon? Those are two different people, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Though Bailey did text me a side-by-side photo prior to our recording today. My opening statement. And statements. was like, I'm preparing opening <laughs> statements. So I will put that in the newsletter and, and when I post this episode on Instagram. But... Because, I mean, it was you found you found good comparisons. They, are that very, was they have work. very sharp features. They're both very thin. <laughs> they both are in like a fair amount of creepy stuff, which this is another thing that I forgot to tell you we should talk about, because I feel like I have this unfair like sometimes a person, an actor will play yeah. a creepy yeah. role and that will stick to them. And I know like that's what happened with Ethan Hawke. I think he played in that Purge movie, which I like the Purge movies, but they're creepy. Yeah. And he played in that movie, and ever since then, I do not like Ethan Hawke. But it doesn't stick. And with I was everyone. like, "Wait, did your?" I was like, "Your Ethan Hawke filmography started with the Purge movie." <laughs> I was like, "Jesus Christ!" But it really did. Like, that's I was like, Ethan Hawke "I was like, <laughs> you've never seen." I was like, "Dead Poets Society." He was like a fucking teenager. I was like, "Reality Bites." Again, Reality Bites came out when I was in high school. I'm the dead on target for that movie. It's like Gen X classic, but I was like, I thought you would have seen real, and I was like, wait, Ethan Hawke had like five thousand movies, and you're like the Purge, <laughs> and I feel like if I said that, like Ethan Hawke would take like great offense to it. It's like, great, that was my greatest work to you, <laughs> yeah. the Purge. Like, not that they're not. I mean, there is a fine. He did a fine job. <laughs> Sure, but I'm. I mean, he's done like a lot of art. I mean, he's like a published author, um, and I was like, okay, but I wait. Maybe had you? I was like, and you're like, yeah, but he was creepy in that, and so now he's just creepy to me. And you have that with other people too. Is that your Kevin Bacon problem too? But it's because of the following. It's not fair because I don't have it with everyone. Like I watch plenty of creepy movies and it doesn't carry over. Like it carry over. We've talked about Ma and Octavia Spencer. It carries over for her. I can't. She's only Ma now. She's only Ma. Wait, where did she show up the other day? She was in Halloween too. She gets murdered just right away. She doesn't even have a speaking line. Ma just gets taken out. You were like, like, oh my God, Ma is in (laughs) She doesn't even, I don't even need to say Octavia Spencer anymore. It's just Ma. But then, you know, I watch, like, I've also watched the other uh, Purge movies and I don't have any issues with Frank Grillo. He's in them. (laughs) Who I met in Cincinnati. Also, I love that you, like, don't know who so many people are. (laughs) But you're like, Frank Grillo. And you're ta- who are you talking about that I was like, is that the guy from early edition who's on succession? No, well, you no, you said well, we were talking about Fisher Stevens because of succession. And I was Fisher like the guy Stevens. who was coordinating all the planes and stuff. And you go, is he from the newspaper show? <laughs> and I was like, you're going to have to be more specific. <laughs> and then you said, you're like the newspaper show, the newspaper show. You're like, you know, the one with um. The guy, you know, from from the bomb episode of Grey's Anatomy. And I was like, early edition? I'm like, that's the newspaper show? <laughs> and you were right. Fisher Stevens was on early edition. So you were absolutely correct. But I was like, oh, my God. Because also, you've never watched Friday Night Lights. Right. That was another point of that was not quite the level of how mad you were about Ethan Hawke. But 
you were pretty. You were di- you were disappointed. <laughs> yeah. You were disappointed in me as a I was disappointed for not watching Friday night. Well, I also thought like I'm like you and Bob. Like has Bobby seen this show? Like I I've got to ask Bobby about this, but. But also then we were like, we were talking about doing the pod. You're like, everything should be ranked on it. Were you more or less mad than when I told you I didn't like Ethan Hawke? And that's now become like our scale. It's like, so well, far was we it like Ethan Hawke? I have not offended you as much as I have about Ethan Hawke. So. No, I felt that. And that was like an immediate like guttural reaction. Like I was just like, you were mad. Like my, I was so mad. <laughs> I don't well like, like yeah I don't know it would have like I don't it, like it hit me to my core I was like maybe it made me feel old too like maybe I should probably talk about it with my therapist like why were you so mad about that well I do think but and I'm I, like, I did miss out on some of his stuff and I do think he was more of an icon I mean again if your first movie Watchmen yes. is The Purge he's not quite an icon <laughs> that he was no well, but then you also told me that you'd never seen Footloose. So right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and which you called the Kevin Bacon dancing movie. I was like, what's that Kevin Bacon dance movie? <laughs> that I've and decided I was like, that I can't Fucking stand. Footloose? <laughs> well, and then I go on to tell you that I think, because this is, this is my thought process, which is like that of a nine-year-old from like 1980 or something. Um. Do you remember those claymation Christmas movies? Oh, yeah. The Christmas specials and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they're great. I mean, they stand up. They, they still put them on cable. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, they still do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's this, I forget which one it is, but the Burgermeister guy, he outlaws toys in the town. <laughs> yeah. And so then with Footloose, like the fact that they outlawed dancing in this town, it just seems so silly to me. <laughs> and you, I mean, conceptually- you pointed out, you were like, Bailey, there are other movies that have like ridiculous. And I totally agree with you. And that is completely right. But I just find it so silly that they outlaw dancing in a town and Kevin Bacon's the one to bring it back. I know. I mean, it's totally denim, absurd. It looks like a lot of denim, which the, the denim is now in style again. So maybe I should give it a whirl. Yeah, I mean, it's very 80. I mean, young Sarah Jessica Parker. Is she in that? You know? Yes. I didn't know yes, that. Yes, she is. She sure is. He teaches Chris Penn, uh, Sean Penn's brother, who has since passed away, RIP, to dance. There's like a stomping scene. Yeah, young SJP. She has a supporting role. She's not the main girl. She's like the main girl's best friend. It just... Yeah. It just seems so silly. And I don't know. I don't know what my beef is with Kevin Bacon. I think it's that his last name is Bacon. I think that's like a silly last name. Not that he has any control over it. But I think as a kid. But I did. No, because remember, what was that show? I really liked that TV show he was on. You you liked the following. Right. And that was very creepy. Yeah. Um, And his creep didn't attach. I don't know. See, it's interesting where you like the creep factor attaches. It doesn't always attach. But I'm trying to think, oh, well, the other one, like, I referenced this, but I did not call you out by name. We were talking about impeachment, the impeachment show. And I was like, <laughs> Sarah Paulson is playing Linda Tripp. She's, like, unrecognizable. And you were, like, quiet for a second. And you were like, who's Linda Tripp? <laughs> and I was like, do we not know? And you were like, well, I wasn't, like, following it in the news. And I was like, no, no, I, I totally understand that, like... You would have been like 11 or whatever and weren't like 12, whatever you were, and like weren't like on the news cycle of like the Lewinsky Clinton scandal. But I was like, I thought we knew who Linda Tripp was, but I guess I'm wrong. I think. Well, and then and you I were like, was- I was, I was definitely less, I was not mad about that one, but I was like, what? 
I think it just sometimes it makes me feel old. Maybe you that's were, what it you does. You were startled. Um, I, I was I, startled. You were like, who's Linda Tripp? I think that was and you're like an informed person. I think that was and it I was do, and I love a scandal. So you would think that I would have done some like deeper dive in that as an older person at this. Point, yeah, like later into the like Clinton. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like I didn't expect like 11 year old Bailey to have been like into this watching the nightly news <laughs> like following every like the semen stained dress of like Big mom by the way what semen <laughs> yeah I mean there was I think a lot of kids had to get a lot of questions answered during that time that some parents probably didn't want to answer like, but hey. and then there was um we were texting and I was like I feel like it's like all the John Hughes movies and you're like <laughs> she you go what I don't I don't know about the John Hughes movies, but I haven't seen The Breakfast Club. And I was like, that's a John Hughes movie. You just know it for me. You're like, you don't know. I'm also really bad with names of people. That's why I'm always like, you know yes. this. And you you always know their names. Um, but The Breakfast the Club. And then sure show. enough, I looked up the John Hughes movies. And I was like, wow, Abby really gets me. I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> well, you have seen Ferris, though. We decided oh, you've yeah. seen Ferris, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. With the okay. guy who's so now that's... in succession. I, I associate him Can't, with yes. Ferris, Ferris Oh, Bale. everyone still does. See, that's like a proper association. Okay. okay like good. he is Cameron. He is Cameron. Oh, well, so my friend Elizabeth, who was on the pod, we talked about succession. Like we were DMing just before this. And when his character on succession makes uh because he's doing the whole thing about the like his, the terrible show the Broadway show that his girlfriend's in that he's like funding <laughs> and um and he's like no we're gonna do the ironic thing and like get like the hipsters and dipshits to like hate watch the show. <laughs> come to hate watch the show and she was like that's like a reference to like Ferris right like the hipsters and dipshits and I was like I think it has to be the writers are too smart like it's of the same lineage like it feels like it's of the same lineage but then my friend Maris I forgot she does this thing because it's been like two fucking years since we've seen succession and she'll be like tag yourself um what you are in this succession episode like on Twitter and she was like, I'm one of the popes who followed Kendall. <laughs> and I said, I'm the I'm the hate watch marketing campaign. <laughs> but I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, the writers are so smart. They're definitely because the writing is so sharp. And oh did you God. notice in the previews? Oh, my God, there's so many things. But when um, Roman goes, God, you have like, you know, this thing for like almost killing dad. Da, da, da. And he's like, is it like just the tip, but for killing dad? And I was, <laughs> <laughs> not with the show it's so fucking good well I love my favorite part is at the beginning of this one when like Logan Roy's in the helicopter plane whatever and um the Macaulay guy what is Roman he's like do you want us to ride with you dad and he's like do you want to suck my dick and he just slams the door <laughs> <laughs> and he's like says the, the man he- who's under like sexual assault <laughs> allegations and he's like as the sexual assault allegations <laughs> roll in it is so perfectly but, written and like the way they say everything oh, is so perfect and the music is oh my great. god well everything about that show oh is so good. It, it was perfect it was so perfect and like when roman's like um we were talking about this this morning too and he's like um i mean i know it's not like a great thing to say about your son but i think you might need to like chop him up and throw him in the hudson <laughs> and then when he said and none Jerry, of them are even like phased by that Statement. not They're unfazed like, and Shiv, okay. Shiv was kind of just like oh man that's that's rough um and then when he said to Jerry don't threaten me I don't have time to jerk off 
<laughs> and I think he also said, I'll, I'll lay you badly, but I'll lay you gladly. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, Roman, you're so It's so good. Up. Roman, poor guy. He's just like such a joke. Even when he tries to make his case to Logan, I'm like, come on, man. And then he was just like, Roman's out. <laughs> I know. He gets off the phone. He's like, okay, not no to Roman. I'm very excited, though, about um, the Sanaa Lathan character, the lawyer that Shiv's is Shiv's friend, but is working for Ken now. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, she's from, oh, let's see if you've seen this. Oh, boy. Have you seen Love and Basketball? With mm-hmm. Sanaa Lathan and Omar Epps, like a 90s rom-com. Yeah. Not rom-com. Like, I it's was like about rom- to say, like- is that that drug movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? What is that one? <laughs> no, the basketball diaries. <laughs> it's a very different movie. <laughs> Love so and basketball no. is so good. Love I've and basketball seen- is like, okay, Sanaa Lathan and Omar Epps are like teenagers growing up in LA. His dad, like was like a Lakers player. They I and mean, she plays basketball, he plays basketball. They're best friends or like neighbor next door neighbors. And then it like goes through like the will they or won't they and they fall in love in high school and like go to college and you know he's a, he's like a superstar at USC and she's playing the women's team and da 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 and like all the and then like you know. Okay. And then much they, more much more play a one, the Leo movie. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a much better <laughs> and then uh they the you should watch it. It's it's fucking great. It's so good. It's like one of my all times in that category. Okay. But um and then it's like I'll I'll play you like one on one and he's like what's the stakes and he's like your heart. You know, I mean Aww, it's like so yeah, yeah, it's so good. Um but anyway, she's the she's the lawyer that like Shiv tries to get and she's like I cannot help you Shiv and she's like oh shit and she realizes she's working for Kendall. But I was like, oh, she seems like she's going to be an interesting character. Yeah. And she had really good glasses. Very into her glasses. I love her glasses. She's got great hair. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she's, yeah. She's yeah. going to be good. But I love, okay. I've missed so, all of them so much. Even Shiv. Oh, I feel like, and I get mad at Shiv because I love Tom. Um, but I even I missed mean, her. I was like, gosh. What is going to happen guys. to Tom? It's been a long time. It's been almost two years since we've been with these people. I know. Like, that's too <laughs> long to be without them. Like, what have we been... Like, I mean, I get it. There was a fucking pandemic. Like, I understand why it all happened. But, like, oh, thank God they're back. And I felt like it was just... <clears throat> it's one of those things that, like, so... Like, almost everyone in my life watches this show. It's like, you know, how we had so much fun with Mare. Right. And then what was the one we did before that? Oh, the... um. Uh, the uh, the undoing. Oh yeah, the Nicole the Kidman, Hugh Grant one. That one was so good. That one was so good. We were obsessed with that. HBO that was really, like our, they really knock it out of the park. And it's great because then we have like we see each other on Monday mornings, so it's like the Sunday night into Monday morning. And I like, feel like we can like discuss. I feel like those are the ones that I will absolutely stay up for at least most of, like Mayor, the Undoing. Yes. I don't remember if I got to the undoing before or after they were already all out. I can't remember. I don't remember either. I think, I think I, you were I think a little I behind. Like I think I watched like half of it was like already out and then I caught up because we did have to watch. like. And then the you end. caught up. Yeah. 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 I think you caught up <laughs> because and then the, our problem with Mayor was what it, it was on at 10 p.m. And that was difficult oh, for us. <laughs> I, I like to be in bed. I need to get, gotta get my sleep. Um, I know. I've become like a, an early to bed person, which I did not used to be. We did that a little my, bit with that. 
it's not the same scale, but it was a good show, Cruel Summer. Oh, yeah. We both loved Cruel Summer. I feel like we did that. Um, we always would try to watch that before. Yeah, because that was coming out like week to week because mm-hmm. that was like a Wednesday release. I feel like we would talk about it on Saturdays, I think. Right. Yeah. So this is like it's like our version of like the water cooler at like an office job, which <laughs> neither of us have anymore, but did once have in our lives. It is. We're like, so did you catch up on blah, blah, blah. And then like poor Bailey, sometimes I also have to like work out my material. Not like I plan things ahead so much, but I'll be like, if I say something that's like made her laugh, I'll be like, hmm, we need to put that in the newsletter. <laughs> like, but sometimes I it comes out giggle. right. You're like, hold on. Let me make a mental note of that phrase. <laughs> oh, because that was that. You know, the one that I thought of most recently was and you did love this show, too. Uh, Midnight Mass. Oh, but yeah. when I had watched it at the beginning and I was like, there is a scene pulled straight out of the like oh fuck no part of my brain and then I was like mm-hmm okay and then you saw it and you understood what I was talking about because you know I don't like cats and birds we were watching something scary recently and I was like oh fuck no it was my oh fuck no point yeah and I don't I don't even I think I didn't watch it I was like I can't I can't do this Midnight well, Mass was amazing. I mean, that show was oh, so good on like a different. Yeah, we've been talking oh, different level. So good. Well, spooky. and if you'd ever watched, spooky if you'd ever watched Friday Night Lights, you would know Matt Saracen, and you would have a relationship <laughs> with him separate from this show. <laughs> Some sometimes I wait. I wait I'm gonna for, bully. <laughs> I wait for Bobby to say something because he he watches things past me so. He watched a couple, he got really into Midnight Mass and he watched like an episode without me. And I was like, Ugh, fine, just catch me up. Tell me what happened. And he was like, well, he's the same way as me. He never knows names of people. And he's like, that good looking guy, I think died. And I was like, oh, okay. So you also think he's good looking. So I'm allowed to say that he's hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need that. I need that, that rite of passage to be like, okay, now we both agree. He's good looking. But he was so cute. And he was he's so cute. Guy. And he's like, he. He's like the he's like a good he you would have good guy vibes from him if you had watched Friday Night Lights too. He was like the good guy, not the like Tim Riggins was like the bad boy with a heart of gold. Like Matt Saracen is like the good kid, gotcha. like who gets thrown into a being becoming QB one because the other good kid Jason Street has a terrible injury, which is like all in the pilot. You're gonna you'll eventually watch Friday Night Lights and you're gonna understand what I'm talking about and you're gonna be like, why didn't I watch this show before? Well, it's funny, and I think I told you one of my best friends when she was pregnant with her first kid, that was like her show. And we lived together at the time. And so she was down in the basement and she would just be laying around, you know, making having a baby grow inside of her watching Friday Night Lights. That was like her pregnancy show. Yeah. So I think I've always like filed it somewhere that I'm like, oh, if I ever get pregnant, I'll watch Friday Night Lights. Okay, great. <laughs> Like, that's the only time it's appropriate to watch that show is if you are so busy, you know, and tired from making a baby. Yeah. Well, it also has great opening opening theme music, like the succession. It's like the succession music is so good. And then like the Friday Night Lights, like opening music is so good. It like pulls my heart out. Even just thinking about it right now, I could almost start crying. It's like a perfect show. I can hear I can hear the succession intro music. Oh, it's good. It's what did someone say? God, hold on. I'm going to it's like I did get on Twitter last night, like because I was like, oh, people are going to because it's the thing like people were watching it live and like tweeting about succession. And I was like, I could get into this. This is the kind of Twitter that like I'm into. Oh, and this girl, um, it's Allison P. Davis, who's a writer that I really like. Um, she was like succession theme song, the ultimate fuck track. 
And I was like, yeah. And then my friend Claire replied, most sexual, least sexual show overall. And then Allison wrote, nothing is horny, but everything turns me on, question mark. And I was like, yes, that is this show. Like nothing is horny, but everything turns me on. Most sexual, least sexual show overall. It's and true. And it's a fuck track. I'm like, yes. It's yes. It's true. What a bizarre but it's true, true thing. It's like, yeah, like those are the these are the kind of observations that like Twitter used to be full of all the time. And now it's like filled with like so much hate. But then when there's one show that everybody's watching, it becomes kind of fun again. And you're like, oh, I remember when this used to be fun, when we used to like watch things together. Well, and this probably won't shock you or maybe it will. I've I'm not a I'm not a Twitter I've never gone on Twitter. Oh, no, no. It doesn't feel like your pl- it, it doesn't not, feel like a place you ever would have been happy. It doesn't like, seem like it just, a place that I would mm-mm. dwell. No. Well, like, and that's even like in more like 2009, like, you would have been like, no, no, no. I never, I never got on there. So I never pay attention. And, and so Bailey. I'm like what the, tw- what the tweeteries are saying. <laughs> yes. And like Bailey also is not on TikTok, but does <laughs> view TikToks that I send to her. I get a curated so, list from people I know. Yes. On TikTok. <laughs> So I, I've found, I have like concierge TikTok. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Which is probably better because then you don't get sucked into some like fucking void of time space continuum. Like, I'm like, oh, it's been seven hours. Like what happened? I don't remember anything that just happened. Well, I already do that but you're, sometimes like, on you're Instagram. You're more an Instagram like, girl. Yeah. I'm like, where did time go? Like, and I don't even post. I mean, I do. I go on and off with my posting. I do a lot of stories. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you I don't won't go to the grid that and much. I'm just like looming around Instagram, just voyeurisming. I know. I know. It's a time suck. I know. I know. It's so, ugh, it's so dangerous. Like, I'm just like, why have I been here for so long? <laughs> there's ugh. good, there's but good then, stuff. But though. also, we, there's sometimes good the stuff. Internet and is we a like, beautiful place and they give you just no, these and, and it's. It's like less evil there, like, or at least the corner that I've curated, like on Instagram and on TikTok. Like I get, it's all things that pretty much make me happy. I have had, I have, I have some youth, some youthful clients and they are big. They say that TikTok they feel is a lot more positive. It is. It really is. And I think also because the the way the algorithm works, you just end up in these corners that feel like nice spaces for you. I'm sure there's mean, evil places there, but you don't land there. Right. 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 So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it one day. I did download it the other day to watch something. Oh, that's because sometimes I'll just that, oh, Harry, yeah, go ahead. that Harry Potter one that I posted. Oh, yeah. Because you love a Harry. <laughs> See, that's a place where that's a blind spot for me, yeah, you know, because, you, you know, I don't do Harry Potter yeah. and I only know like the vague surface level, like big terms, you know. Right. Like but you do know. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I feel like you do know things about Harry Potter, whereas I just won't know anything about certain things. Yeah. Well, also, because I'm, ugh, I have no life. Like, what do I do? You know, I just like, <laughs> I'm on the internet. Too much. <laughs> like, I don't know that that's like a positive thing for my life. Oh, wait, you know, the other thing I was going to say, like, that I forgot to say when we were talking, because like, of, of course, Bailey gets sent a lot of hairy clips. But um, I think we should like give your dad props for like, oh. always seeing that Harry Styles was a star. Which deal is great. We were talking one day. I don't even know how Harry entered into the chat with me and my dad. (laughs) Yeah, I don't either. I wasn't there, you guys. I wasn't involved. No, Abby wasn't even there. I have no idea what we were talking about. And my dad 
I said something about Harry Styles. Maybe I was talking about you or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and my dad was like, oh, oh, yeah. Like, he's major. He's got that it factor. He was like, I remember him from when he was in One Direction. And I was like, excuse me, dad? <laughs> you know who One so Direction cute. is? And you singled out this man from One Direction knowing that he, like, had it and that he would become his own thing. And he was like, he's a great entertainer. And I was like, you're 100% correct. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, some might say he had the X factor. Um, I love it. It's like the cutest thing ever. And I've never even met your dad. But when I do meet him, we're going to have a great conversation about the he star is. quality of Harry, of Harold, Harry Edward Styles, who I, you know, as, as a fandom, we do call Harold sometimes, but that is not his name. He is not oh. a Harold. He is just a Harry. Yeah. Um, he is. I mean, he grew up, I danced, so he had to be like, yes. art. but he is more of an artistic yes. man in general. Like he's very good. Like I yeah. feel like he's a little more of a creative yeah person and which is probably where I get it from um well and he'd been he's been to a lot of performances right you know he can spot the talent he will kick back I love it he will like talk crap with me about certain dance troops like when we used to watch so you think you could dance he'd be like oh this is (laughs) garbage oh this one's good this one's got something or I love it I think someday we have to get our we'll have to do like a drinks with our dads um I feel like they could Gary Gardner's biggest fan. Like, I think he seems like the coolest guy. Besides my dad. I think my dad. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, so I was telling you, we're going to John Legend on Wednesday. We're very excited. We're doing like the full VIP experience. It's going to be so so fun. I love how he also was like being cagey with you. He was like, you need to have this night open. Like, as if you couldn't get on the internet and be like, what's happening on this night? He was being sneaky. (laughs) He was being sneaky. And, because also he knows it'll drive me crazy because my family knows that. And then I was like, wait, I could figure this out. And then I was like, oh, there we go. John Legend at the Palladium. Is Let's he, a John, is he then, also a John Legend? He's fan? yeah, he's like the bigger. He's the big John Legend. I, I really like John Legend. I'm a fan, but he's like the big John Legend fan. I feel like John Legend. I'm not like a huge fan, but are there people who don't like John Legend? Like, I feel like. Yeah, I don't think. Just I, yeah. appeals to everyone. Yeah, it's, he's like very likable. And so my dad's always loved his music. And my dad loves like a crooner, you know, like a, and it play the piano and like yeah. all that. And he loves to go to like a piano bar, like loves that vibe. Right. And then he already was a huge fan. And then my dad loves the voice. So when John became a oh. coach on the on the voice, he like got to know him better, like as a personality, <laughs> you know. I get it. It's like how and we're so, friends with Jason Bateman and them. He's yeah, exactly. John Legend now. Totally. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, that'll be very exciting. But we'll do that. We'll have to do that. Like a dad daughter, like drinks night. I feel it's like so both fun. of our dads have like out like my dad will have like a new shirt. Like he'll put together like a full-on outfit. And I'm like, Dale, good work. And I feel like your dad does the same. Oh, 100 percent Like I have to go by his house the day before. Not on for a different reason, but I'm sure we will go through his like look. Like I got my love of like clothes and fashion and stuff from my dad. My mom was not like she she dressed super cute and stuff. Like, you know, she was fine, but she was just like not interested in it as like a source of expression in the same way. And so yeah, Gary loves an outfit. Loves an outfit. I love it. Wait, before I let you go, we have to talk about like reform. Like the biz, because people can you you have like the digital library online, right? right that people can mm-hmm. be become members of. So like, what kind of classes would people find on there? So 
So people can try it out. Um, I mean, I feel like everyone has a library these days. Um, so it's similar to, I mean, it's not, it's very easy to use basically. Yes, it is. Um, it's similar to other libraries that are out there, but there's all kinds of different classes. I have full classes. I only do 45 minute classes. So that would be considered a full class. Um, they range from full body, or sometimes I do a whole class focused on core or what have you. And then I also have some shorter ones, like 25 minutes, some are even 10 minutes. Um, so if you only have like a small bit of time, you could pop one of those in and by pop it in. I mean, you could just press play on your computer. Um, (laughs) And those are all like mat based, like mat based classes, right? Right. So you don't really need anything. I mean, you can use weight sometimes. Um, I like to do some like reformer esque moves. So we use a slider a lot and I don't actually have sliders. So I just use socks. So really you can do it anywhere with nothing. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes people like they're to use great. a shorter one to kind of plug and play. They're like, you know, I don't want to do legs today, but I want to do arms and then I want to do abs. And then sometimes it's nice too. Cause once you start doing one short one, you're like, well, I've already done that one. I might as well just do another 10 minutes, another 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um, and there, I mean, there's some cardio in there. They are, yeah. I give modifications for any sort of whatever ability level you're at or whatever novice level you're at or. Yeah, Athletes. they're great. But it's they're like fun. anyone I, can do them. They're really fun. They're really I, excellent. I like them. I think it was a great, I mean, it was strange when the the world shut down for the pandemic. Yeah. But I really, I mean, I think it was good for me professionally. I mean, even just from a teaching standpoint, like I feel like I discovered new things about myself with teaching and like I feel, I mean, humbly, but I feel like I've really crafted it my teaching you my classes into something that I really think is effective and great. So, well, it was really cool to see how, cause you were like taught mat classes before, but I only did reformer and like going, you know, obviously we couldn't like, I mean, most people don't have a reformer at their house or whatever. So you're teaching these mat classes and like the moves you came up with that like really did simulate what we used to do on the reformer was super cool. Yeah. And that was like, you know, keeping it fresh. And so we would do these live classes during the, those early days, but now there's like the whole library is built out and it's like, there's a monthly membership. It's, um, what's the website? Is it mm-hmm. RFRM? Uh, yeah. Uh, RF movement, R movement. RFR movement. <laughs> yes. Um, what was it? Just it's just bookmarked on my computer, so I never have to type it. There's also different, we've done different like challenges. So there's like a month long guide on there. So if you want to like really dummy proof things and you don't want to have to pick, you can pick day one to day 30. I think I have two month long guides on there. Yeah. That's um, there's awesome. There's like an ab challenge. I think that's on my Instagram though. Um, so there's all kinds of ways and to yes. just dummy proof and hold yourself accountable. But it's been And fun. then the and then Instagram the- is at RFR movement right right so it's reform without the vowels because we don't like yes yes who needs a vowel who needs needs a vowel they're confusing nobody the girls are working on their spelling and you know i'm like you know you're right i and e and a they're all confusing just plug one in they are because sometimes i was with uh my nephew david and he had to his like quote unquote homework was like read to someone for 15 minutes. He's in first grade. And mm-hmm. so I was over there. So I did the reading with him and there's like certain words where you're like, yeah, buddy, I can't fully explain to you why that those two vowels together sound different than when they're in a different word. 
Right. Like, yeah, that's confusing. I get it. Like, well, you know, you're you're sounding it out properly by what you've been taught. That word just happens to be an exception to the rule for no apparent reason. And you're like, yeah, doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. You just have to memorize it. And then before you know it, you just know. Yeah. So there's great stuff on, on Instagram. Check out the website. The it's like, obviously you can be anywhere to like access Mm -hmm. that. And then if you're local in Indy, there's, you could do privates on the reformer, the mega former. You can hop up here and and do some private. And you have a class on Saturdays now, right? Mm-hmm. Fit Flex Fly. Fit Flex Fly on Saturday mornings, which is fun. It's heated Pilates. Yeah, baby. Um, which is a fun little spin. Sweat you just get to wet it out, wet your ass off Saturday morning. And good. Bailey has the best playlist. She has good music. We like a lot of the same music too. Like outside of just me being forcing Harry Styles down your throat um we like we like a lot of the same music outside of that so I feel like she we do. has I great feel like you usually sing we along do to at least like one song I like a lot of Kanye and Jay-Z and so do you yes so exactly usually and those are good workout songs and yeah there's you've been throwing in some old school prints that's been, been nice lately I've been really into prints lately yeah not like that's like a new discovery but it's like when things come back and then like sometimes a song that I'm like oh we haven't heard this on the playlist for like three years right and to be to be clear I haven't just discovered Prince (laughs) no 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 that's what I mean like I'm like that wasn't new to anyone it's just like new to being in the rotation of the workout playlist currently that we play during my sessions (laughs) right just in case people think that (laughs) yeah no that is that was not a blind and Ethan Hawker different people and just discovered Prince (laughs) no no Prince was not a blind spot (laughs) I don't think you have a ton of like musical blind spots. I'm sure they exist. But yeah, I I'm think sure I am. Exist. I think I I think I care more about music. Yeah, you do. Well, I, know, I mean, you were a dancer, you you know. I also like, know I know names of musicians and artists and more of that yes. and, and sticks with me from actors and Yes. And which stuff. totally makes sense. You're a very normal person in the way you like operate <laughs> with your culture. Like that's it's just funny cuz sometimes we're at like the two extremes. Well, and it's funny sometimes cuz like like back to the Linda trip like Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I should tell Abby that I don't know who she's talking about because I don't know if she'll be mad at me about it. <laughs> so sometimes I'll be timid and I'll just kind of give you a look and then I'm like, who is Linda Tripp? <laughs> yeah, I feel like the Ethan Hawke one was like to the core, but most of the time it's like um, like it's uh, it's like when you hate a sports team or you're mad at a sports team. It's like that's not real. Like, um, right. Bill Simmons, who drives me crazy, but like he would always talk about like, I sports hate that person. It's like, yeah, I don't like hate oh. person. You know, it's like I sport. So I'm like, I'm like not mad at you, like really mad at you. Like if you like did something terrible to me as a friend, you know what right. I mean? Like it's more like I'm like, but I'm like, but sometimes I'm like, Abby, pull your shit together. People <laughs> don't know all this dumbass shit that you know. I'm like, should I tell Abby? I don't know. I'm not familiar with that name she just said. Or these housewives or this person's wife that was involved with this or that or whoever. I do. Yeah, I do well, at least recognize don't. that you don't watch the housewives. You, like, I'm yeah. like, I know you don't do that. Because I, I have a lot. It's like they're either you're either a housewives person or you're like not a housewives person like right. that. And that totally makes sense. But like and then I also just think I'm like, I have to remember that you are not the same age as me. 
And I don't like remembering that because I you, you were so you know youth- I like to be you're useful. You're so youthful though that we both forget. <laughs> at least we both forget. And I'm not like looking yeah. at you like Abby. I was seven then. I mean, I can't do the math, but I don't think we're that far. <laughs> No, <laughs> like we're not really. spiritually, we're not that far apart okay. anyway. Well, and it works too because um, Bobby's your age. Yeah, Bobby's like in, like kind of more like well, he's a little, but like he's like in that range. Well, and you he know, gives like me the we're same, the same. He gives me the same reaction sometimes, and I'm like, I've never seen that, and he's like, what? So yeah. he gives me he gives me the same feedback. And then sometimes you'll be like, Bobby knows, Bobby knows, and I'll be like, okay. Like, okay, this is. But I also, the Kevin Bacon and Ethan Hawke thing has become (laughs) a little bit of a bit, even with him, because he gets really mad about it. And he'll be watching something. I'm like, oh, is that Kevin Bacon? And he's like, no, Bailey, it's Ethan Hawke. And like, I will sometimes, sometimes I, they do look alike. So sometimes it is unintentional. I know, but but the irony is there was a. There was a whole fucking like cultural thing about like six degrees of Kevin Bacon and how he was like connected to everyone. And you're just like, who? Ethan Hawke? Was he in Gattaca? (laughs) And then to take it a step further to really get him, I'll be like, is that Tony Hawk, the skateboarder? (laughs) Damn it, Billy. (laughs) That's the thing. And then it does become a bit. But I do love now that we're just like, you're like, is that... Like the same is that where are you like Ethan Hawk mad? Like because because oh. <laughs> like so Allison gets that we have our thing and I'll be like are you supply chain mad? Because she gets <laughs> very upset if like there's like a and this is separate from whatever fucking American supply chain issues we're having. She just and like um if if you order something and like the process is not like smooth like the customer service experience and like it takes too long for your stuff to arrive <laughs> like she gets like <laughs> irrationally irate and I'm like are you so I'm like are you supply chain mad or just like regular mad <laughs> like are you Ethan Hawk mad or just like regular mad I wonder if she ever gets the one do you ever get the ones when they just say like your package has been delayed and they don't give you any updates about it it's just like oh it was delayed in Chicago indefinitely and you're like but but how long was? Oh yeah. Made? Well, this all stemmed from from like the or ordering Harry Styles merch, which takes four hundred years for all of your stuff to come. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you should run the HarryStyles.uk. Like, you hey, should get it figured out. Turn your passion into something. There you go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you finally came on. I've been wanting Bailey to come on forever because I love our conversations about pop culture, and so I'm so glad everyone got to meet you today. It's it the was best. So fun. Um, we'll have to. And next this is time, basically what it's like. <laughs> yeah, next go time ahead. I say something grossly offensive to you, we'll have to recap and do another one. <laughs> oh my God, we totally will. Absolutely. And, and basically, you guys, this is just like what our Pilates sessions are like, except I'm sweating a lot. Right. And, and every once in a while, I'll be like, sometimes no, the other right foot, Abby. The other. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> and then, or I'll be like, there are a few moves that also make me like, I'll be like, God damn it, Bailey. Right. Okay, have, I'll I do it. I have an Abby Gardner file of these are things that she hates to do, so do them But she needs to do. Every no, but also that she needs them. to do. But I feel but like then, it helps you then, sometimes when I'm like, you're not going to like this, but we're going to do it anyways. And if I give you that preface, you're like, okay, at least she knows that I don't like Yeah, it. like, well, you know me so well now. You understand, like, my sports psychology, too, and, like, my just – weird brain you know you're like okay if I tell her this then because then also I'll be like okay I need to conquer it like I need to like not fuck it up and not quit right 
And then we just have to say, Harry hamstrings Haley Bieber. Right. I need to come up with mine because I'm now a big Haley Bieber. I'm I'm not a big Haley Bieber. Yeah. But I need one with two words and then Haley Bieber. I need to think on that. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we do admire her Pilates form and what Pilates has done to her form. And just, like, yeah, her bod. Her bod. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. Neither is Harry's. I mean, Pilates. It no. Is it. Pilates is, I mean, I'm a full addict. The like, results it's, don't it's lie. It's my favorite thing. It's my favorite thing. And, and it's my favorite workout. And it's also because I get to hang out with you. Well, I so. think it's funny because I feel like Pilates people, it's like when I do other workouts, I'm like, that's fine. And it was a good workout, but I would prefer to be doing Pilates. So Yes, I would always <laughs> rather be doing Pilates. And very specifically well, my own Pilates. But, you know. Yes. <laughs> well, I also like only take Pilates from you. And that's I'm like, like I said, I'm like fitness monogamous. I've always been like this. I'm like, I find my person and then I'm like, that's it. I'm good. I'm glad that's you my person. Me. I'm glad we hooked up. Uh, me out. too. Well, thanks for coming on my podcast. Thanks for having me. That's so fun. Um, and I will be right back. Thank you so much to Bailey for finally coming on the pod. I've been begging her to do this forever, so I'm so glad. Um, that was so much fun. I love her so much. Definitely check out Reform. Um, she's an amazing teacher, too. She's a wonderful human and an amazing teacher and honestly, like, has totally changed my body in, like, a the way where you, like, feel really strong. It's awesome. Um, and thank you, all of you, for listening. You know I'm ever so grateful. If you would love to share the pod with a friend, that would be awesome. I would also be grateful for that or rate and review on Apple podcasts. Um, you can subscribe to the, we have notes newsletter. It's we have notes.substack.com that comes out on Fridays. You can follow. We have notes on Instagram at we have notes. I'm at Abby C Gardner on Instagram and at Abby Gardner on Twitter. It still drives me crazy that I didn't get that. I had to put my middle initial in my Instagram. <sighs> Sigh. Um, and I think maybe next week I might do like a little pre-Halloween, little something, something. I don't know. Does that sound like fun? Maybe. Um, anyway, uh, until then. Oh, did you guys, uh, this I forgot to mention, like check out on the We Have Notes Instagram. There was when Will and Kate uh, went to an event and I think Will's got a new stylist. Like he looked chic. I was like, what's happening here? Um... But yeah, check that out. Let me know what you think. Like that that was I was like, what? It was very confusing. Anyway, good for him though. Looks good. And uh, I will talk to you all soon. Bye.